0: Today is Tuesday, February 15th, 2022, and Canada is now the world's largest prison nation. The tyrant Justin Trudeau, as we call him Castro Jr., has invoked the Emergency Powers Act in order to attempt to stop free people from protesting against him and his fascistic orders over their lives. Ladies and gentlemen, Justin Trudeau said his favorite country in the world is communist China because of their authoritarian model and their capacity to do things just like this. When someone shows you who they are, believe them. People in Canada certainly believe it. Justin Trudeau is facing a revolt in his own party, in the press, and with the premiers of four provinces Who opposed Trudeau's use of the Emergency Act on the Freedom Trucker? And by the way, we were right, ladies and gentlemen. WE WERE RIGHT. WE TOLD YOU LAST WEEK THAT THE PREMIER OF ONTARIO WILL BE ENDING THE Vax MANDATES AND THAT THE TRUCKERS HAD WON. GUESS WHAT HAPPENED? MY NAME IS BENNY JOHNSON AND THIS IS THE BENNY SHOW.
1: WHEN THOUSANDS OF BLUE-COLLAR WORKERS SHOWED UP IN OTTAWA SEVERAL WEEKS AGO TO PROTEST THE TYRANNY BEING IMPOSED AGAINST THEM, THE PRIME MINISTER OF CANADA REFUSED TO MEET WITH THEM OR TO SPEAK TO THEM. INSTEAD, HE FLED THE CITY. AND THEN FROM HIS BUNKER, HE CALLED THE TRUCKERS NAZIS. When they still didn't leave the city, Justin Trudeau suspended democracy and declared Canada a dictatorship.
2: The federal government has invoked the Emergencies Act to supplement provincial and territorial capacity to address the blockades and occupations. The Emergencies Act will be used to strengthen and support law enforcement agencies at all levels across the country. This is about keeping Canadians safe, protecting people's jobs, and restoring confidence in our institutions.
1: So let's be clear. This is a defining moment in the history of Canada, in the history of the English-speaking West. The Emergencies Act is martial law. It has never been invoked in the history of that country. Now, by law, the Emergencies Act is allowed only in emergencies, in, quote, urgent and critical situations that seriously endanger the lives, health, or safety of Canadians. What's happening now does not qualify. What's happening in Canada now is not an emergency. Here's what it looked like this weekend.
0: Ladies and gentlemen... I just can't believe watching the clip that simply played before you right there that we are seeing real-time the creation of the world's largest prison. Used to be known as Canada, also known as Turkistan, has now been taken over by a hostile dictator. His name is Castro Jr., We have seen his real name revealed over the past 24 hours, and the nation of Canada has now turned into the world's largest prison camp. Not to be outdone, you see, because the Guinness Book of World Records said that the Freedom Trucker Convoy that started just a few weeks ago headed to Ottawa, shut down the entire capital, has been wildly successful in removing the mandates and the COVID restrictions throughout Canada. I think we're up to like four or five provinces that have removed restrictions. Now, breaking this very second, the police chief of Ottawa has resigned in disgrace. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been perhaps the most successful civil and human rights protest in world history. It will go into Cooperstown. It will go down in the history books as just the most successful freedom fighter movement in modern times. So it must be shut down, of course, by the China-loving authoritarians trained by the World Economic Forum, Justin Trudeau, or as we call him Castro Jr., who yesterday created a Guinness Book of World Records entry for himself. He is now the warden of the world's largest prison camp. A prison nation, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, Canada is indeed under lockdown. You have no more civil liberties. You have no more rights to your own bank account. You have no free movement. You are a warden of the state. You are a ward of the state and your warden is a quaffed. man-baby, beta, World Economic Forum-trained, and completely complicit Castro Jr. Our blood is boiling because we watched the date, February 14th, 2022, yesterday, the creation of the largest prison camp in human history, as Prime Minister Justin Trudeau... Invoked emergency powers, war powers, in an effort to end protests that have shut down border crossings and paralyzed the Canadian capital. Used to be known as Ottawa, now it is known as Dieseldorf. Ladies and gentlemen, the tactics that Trudeau took are directly out of a Maoist or Stalinist playbook. It has never been done in the West. And we should be terrified of it. If you do not have a renewed vigor in your soul to fight against the true fascistic authoritarian dictatorship of the globalist cabal that wishes to crush your freedoms, where did Justin Trudeau? Dig- where did Justin Trudeau go when the truckers hit Ottawa for the first time? He went into hiding, and what happened there? He was on video conferences day and night with other world leaders, scared, shaking, shivering, saying, if you don't shut this down now, we are all done for. They have no friends. They have no allegiances or loyalties to their own nations. They just have each other inside their rat's nest cabal. And ladies and gentlemen, they are terrified right now. Canada is a test, the first stress test against their tyranny against their rule and they are losing. Ladies and gentlemen, we pause our show today to thank our sponsor. We are broadcasting from the Birch Gold Studios here in Tampa, Florida. And we just want to thank Birch Gold for being a supporter of our show. Ronald Reagan, arguably the greatest president in American history. He saw this 40 years ago, massive inflation that we haven't seen since until today. In his own words, inflation is as violent as a mugger, as frightening as an armed robber, and as deadly as a hitman. Right now, your retirement accounts are under attack thanks to the inflationary policies of this administration. If you've not yet called Birch Gold the only people that I trust to help you diversify your 401ks and IRAs into gold, then you are missing the boat. Actually, you're treading water without a life vest. Birch Gold has your life vest. Let them help you convert your IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered gold IRA. That's what you want. With thousands of satisfied customers and an A-plus rating with your Better Business Bureau, you can trust Birch Gold to protect your savings. Text Benny to the number 989898 now to get your no-cost, no-obligation info kit. This is a comprehensive 20-page guide that reveals how gold and silver can protect your savings and how you can buy them under the umbrella of a tax-sheltered account. So do it now. Text the word Benny to 989898. That's Benny, B-E-N-N-Y, to 989898. Justin Trudeau's political allies and even those in the press say that he is losing now. The polls have now cratered for Justin Trudeau in Canada. Tow truck companies and drivers are refusing to comply. Now, I predict you will see mass non-compliance. Throughout authority figures in Canada, as we report to you now, this is of course ongoing and breaking, the police chief of Ottawa has resigned. That's right. He is gone. This man was in charge of the nation's capital, and now he has left in shame and disgrace. The blockades harming our economy and endangering public safety, Trudeau said, At a news conference, we will not allow illegal and dangerous activities to continue. Where? Where? Where does it say that it's illegal? Where? It's not illegal, actually. There is no justification for calling this illegal. What Justin Trudeau is doing is illegal. Go ahead and read the Canadian Charter of Rights and Freedoms. Frustration has grown. And critics are now beginning to mount. In fact, the most viral piece of content on the internet today is a clip from way on back. Clip 10 in our lineup of Justin Trudeau saying that his favorite country on earth and the country he wishes to model Canada after is communist China. Ladies and gentlemen, as the old saying goes, When someone shows you who they are, believe them. Let's play Justin Trudeau telling you that his lifelong wishes would be to become an authoritarian communist Chinese dictator. Go. Even with Sun TV watching for any slip, he was asked which country he most admired and referred to China.
2: There's a level of of, uh, admiration I actually have for China. Because their basic dictatorship is allowing them uh, to actually turn their economy around on a dime and say we need to go green as fast as we need to start, you know, investing in solar. I mean, there is a flexibility that I know Stephen Harper must dream about of having a dictatorship that he could do everything he wanted. uh, That I find quite interesting.
0: Having a dictatorship, we can do everything we wanted. I find that quite interesting. Canada, what the hell? Is your problem? Dude, what is going on? Guys, this man told you who he was. Justin Trudeau did not win the popular vote in this last election. He's barely clinging on to power by a fingernail. Much like the American left, the globalist left, they are not liberals, they are leftists. The globalist left is hanging on by a thread. They know it is panic time, it is time to change the rules. It is time for fascism and dictatorship. That is what happens when anyone of this ilk begins to lose power. Tucker Carlson saying on his show, often these days, quoting the Black Panthers from the 60s, that if you scratch a liberal, you will find a fascist. And this is being proven correct. Ladies and gentlemen, we also have some very positive breaking news to bring you. The retirements have now hit 30 that's right, for Nancy Pelosi in the House. We just mentioned how thin, how thinly the margins are for the fascistic left around the world. They are thin for Justin Trudeau, and they are thin for the fascist left in this country. Just a bit of breaking news Kathleen Rice, a congresswoman, has announced that she will be retiring, making that 30 Democrats retiring in the House. 30. When was the last time we had 30 Democrats retire? In the house. She's from New York's fourth district. She's another one gone. Ladies and gentlemen, it is damning and dangerous times for the fascistic left around the globe. They are losing and that is why they're resorting to such tyrannical powers. The powers that they see across the sea in communist China, they wish for. In communist China, there's a social credit system. You have an app on your phone that allows you to buy food. That allows you to sell merchandise. In the book of Revelation, fun little book you might read here and there, it says that you will not be able to buy or sell without the mark of the beast. Well, 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 ladies and gentlemen, that sounds a lot to me like social credit, but hey, listen, I'm no preacher. I'm just a simple Christian who goes ahead and reads my Bible every Sunday. And well, let's just say that it sounds a little scary these days reading those words and listening to the words of the now- confirmed tyrant dictator in Canada, Justin Trudeau. He wishes to bring that kind of a system upon you in Canada, where the state owns everything, where the state has complete and total authority and power. There is a uniparty system. It's pure authoritarian. There's not a democracy. There are not competing opinions or views. If you are out of line with the state, they will crush your life. They will disappear you. If you speak out against them, you're done. You don't think it can happen here? You don't think this can happen in the West, in English-speaking countries? I give to you the Canadian Deputy Prime Minister of Finance, ladies and gentlemen, saying that she is now considering it a terrorist act to donate to the Freedom Convoy. And if you donated Bitcoin or cryptocurrency, it's going to be seized. If you donated a Canadian dollar or an American dollar, it's going to be seized by the government. They're going to stick their cretinous, skeleton like hands of the government into your bank accounts and sh- freeze them. You didn't think it could happen here. You best believe in authoritarian dictatorships in the West because you're in one if you live in the great white North. Go ahead and watch. Go.
1: First, we are broadening the scope of Canada's anti money laundering and terrorist financing rules so that they cover crowdfunding platforms and the payment service providers they use. These changes cover all forms of transactions, including digital assets, such as cryptocurrencies.
0: The theme of the past few days has been that the authoritarian fascistic left views you as the enemy. You are the domestic enemy. You, person who has a nationality, who grew up in your country, learning your customs and your traditions, who are a taxpayer and a peaceable person. You are the enemy. The weapons of the state must be turned inward, much like it was in Stalin's Russia, Soviet Union as it was known, much like it was in Maoist China, These dictators focused on their own people. There was no time for extraneous wars around the world. No, no. The enemy was within. The enemy was without, and the enemy was within. Stalin turned the apparatus of the state, the spying apparatus of the state, on his own people, created his own police force, the NKVD, in Stalinist Soviet Russia to torture, torment, and execute, ship off, and punish anyone who would threaten his power. The same thing happened in Mao's China. The Great Leap Forward in Mao's China caused 60 million deaths that we know of. The Great Leap Forward was seen as a success to Mao Zedong, the slaughter of 60 million of his own people. To put that in perspective, That'd be like 15% of the United States right now. So you just slaughter 15% of our nation. and You view that as a success. Got it. Ladies and gentlemen, Justin Trudeau says that that model is the model that he likes. That's the model that he wants. The slaughtering of 15% of his people. I don't know what the percentages are, but ladies and gentlemen, the data is clear. Mao Zedong, Communist Chinese Party, is one of the most evil and murderous regimes in the world, not of others, but of their own people. And Justin Trudeau is now turning the weapons of the state on his own country. Sounds a little bit like what happened to Donald Trump in Hillary Clinton when her campaign used the apparatus of the state to spy on a sitting president to create a clandestine espionage operation. On the sitting president of the United States, like something out of a spy novel or a Mission Impossible movie? No, it is real. It is the reality of the screaming, demonic, fascistic left when they feel like their power is waning and like they are losing. We warned you, it was going to get worse before it gets better, and now you're watching that happen in Canada. Despite their best efforts, it is now clear that there are serious challenges to law enforcement's ability to effectively enforce the law. Trudeau says, protesters blockaded the Ambassador Bridge, a vital route to Detroit for six days before police cleared the protest on Sunday. It was very peaceable. Clearing of the protest. We don't agree with it. But ladies and gentlemen, no one was hurt. The Freedom Convoy protest started in by Canadian truckers opposing opposing COVID-19 vaccine requirements have drawn people opposed to Trudeau's vaccine policies on everything from pandemic restrictions to the carbon tax. Now, what is the Emergencies Act? This was the 1988 Act, called the Emergencies Act, that Justin Trudeau has flipped the switch on now. It has never been done. There has never been a national emergency, a wartime emergency, which a premier of Canada, a prime minister of Canada, has flipped this switch. The law has only been used once before in peacetime in 1970 by Trudeau's father. Well, what do you know? It authorizes special temporary measures to ensure security during national emergencies. So forgive me, ladies and gentlemen, I got my dates wrong. It had been used once before by Trudeau's father. It's a 1988 act, so the act must have been amended, and it was used once in peacetime in the 1970s. The act gives the government the power to impose social and special restrictions on assembly, travel, and to mobilize the federal support of the provincial police. So they are now federalizing all police in Canada. That's why we call it a prison state. You see, inside of a prison, there are the guards and there are the inmates. In Canada, there are now guards and inmates. Banks and financial institutions will be able to temporarily freeze accounts of those suspected of supporting the blockades without obtaining a court order. If you donated a Canadian buck to the Canadian freedom protesters, the government will now freeze your account. You won't be able to feed your children. They'll starve you out. Stalin? Mao? Anyone? The insurance on vehicles being used to protest can also be suspended. So it'll take away your right to be insured. The act will broaden the scope of the government's anti-money laundering and terrorist financing rules to cover crowdfunding platforms. So now, if you donated to the truckers on Give, Send, Go or GoFundMe, well, you are a terrorist. What's wild is that Actual digital terrorists have taken down the GoFundMe platform. GoFundMe released a statement. I'm sorry, forgive me. Give, send to go. GoFundMe had already taken down their crowdfunding platform. Give, send go. The Christian crowdfunding site has been the subject of multiple DODS attacks over the past few hours. And their site has been down for the better part of a day because they are the victims of terrorist attacks digital terrorist attacks. Emergency measures would also allow the government to order towing companies to provide services and blockades. Ladies and gentlemen, this isn't working. So as much as you may wish as much as you may wish to see perhaps a return to normal in Canada, maybe you are on the side of the truckers. Maybe you just wish to see people and the mandates, well, that indeed has been the result. But what has also been the result of this protest is that Justin Trudeau has lost his most powerful and, and nary, nary last ally in Canada. There is a single stalwart group of people who love and endear themselves to fascism who cling to the leg of authoritarian power, who push global wokeism, and indeed, if the dictators of Hungary or Ukraine or Russia, as they call them, were woke, well, then they would be on the side of right, as according to our corporate media. The corporate media has stood beside Justin Trudeau and every measure so far. They have backstabbed, sabotaged, and betrayed the people of Canada. But even that blockade of their own, a blockade of the press, is beginning to crumble. Published just 30 minutes ago from the Toronto Star, one of the largest, I believe perhaps the largest publication in Canada, and indeed without question, the most liberal an article of damning repute stating as you can see here on your screen invoking the emergencies act is a shocking admission of failure ladies and gentlemen Justin Trudeau is losing the last ally he had as even the corporate media begin to say I'm sorry we can't we must not continue because ladies and gentlemen This freedom movement will come for us all. And if you start to turn the weapons of war on your own country, it is only a matter of time before you turn it on the media and you turn it on us and we over this bridge. This is a cat. Let's read. Many will cheer those governments decision to invoke. It's an occupation of Ottawa. They're fed up with the protests, and that's understandable. We're not joining. Federal emergency powers may now be necessary as a last resort, but going that route is a shocking admission of failure by the government at all levels. This was and remains a policing issue. Right from the start, even before the truckers' convoy rolled to Ottawa, there were laws in the books adequate to deal with this. The situation could and should already be resolved by good intelligence, smart planning, and effective coordination among police forces. We might add, as we read through this article from the Toronto Star, that all you had to do was relent. Give the truckers what they want. Drop your COVID mandates. It's happening all across America. In the bluest states in our country, but no. The nature of the liberal fascist is this. The nature of the leftist fascist is such. Never, ever, ever give up power. I continue to read from this bombshell of an article. In Ottawa in particular, we've seen none of this. The coordination in order to alleviate concerns, Instead, we've seen dithering and buck-passing. Indeed, a couple of days ago, federal government's position was that the local authorities had all the tools and resources they need. So what changed? Listening to the Prime Minister, Castro Jr., that is my editorial flair, not the Toronto stars, but we wish, it is entirely clear he said the occupation and the border blockades are legal and economically damaging. But was it not true the week before and the week before as well? How will invoking the Emergencies Act actually change the situation? Ministers mentioning mentioning giving police powers to declare prohibited zones for protest, designing sites like border crossings as essential, allowing officers more ability to enforce municipal bylaws, and requiring services tow trucks to put themselves into the service of the authorities. The government also announced steps to crack down on the money behind the protests. We'll see how quickly these powers stop the blockades. The city of Ottawa declared an emergency. Ontario did the same. Simply invoking emergency powers is no solution. Perhaps the hope is that this dramatic move will stiffen the spine of police and make them enforce the laws. Trudeau's government should certainly hope so. But now it's truly theirs to own this crisis. The Canadian Parliament would have to approve the use of emergency measures within several days or revoke them. the Canadian Civil Liberties Union said that Justin Trudeau has not met the Emergencies Act threshold. Ladies and gentlemen, with the Toronto Star, one of the most liberal rags in all of Canada saying that this is simply the admission of failure. Justin Trudeau had everything he needed to de-escalate the situation. Now he is escalating it. With the Canadian Civil Liberties Association now at his heels, saying that he is doing this illegally. I read to you now from the Canadian Civil Liberties Association, as they take another pound of flesh from the tyrant. The federal government has not met the threshold to invoke the Emergencies Act. This law creates a high and clear standard for good reason. The Act allows the government to bypass ordinary democratic processes. This standard has not been met. They go on. This was released on Twitter. The Emergencies Act can only be invoked when a situation seriously threatens the ability of the government of Canada pers- to preserve sovereignty, security, and territorial integrity. When the situation cannot be effectively dealt with under any other law of Canada, quote, unquote. Governments regularly deal with difficult situations using emergency powers granted to them by democratically elected representatives. Emergency legislation should not be normalized. It threatens our democracy and our civil liberties. Trust me when I say that Justin Trudeau is in a state of absolute free fall. He is collapsing. He will be seen as one of the darkest regimes in Canadian history. His friends and allies are turning on him. The the Canadian Civil Liberties Union, much like the American Civil Liberties Union, is an organization shot through with subversive leftist and fascistic intentions and instincts. They are not to be trusted to be a friend of actual civil liberties, but in this circumstance they are correct. In this circumstance they are turning against the liberal prime minister, and they are crushing him. Inside of parliament, the Emergencies Act will need a vote. Justin Trudeau does not possess the capacity or the good favor or the national will to get this passed. I predict it will fail, and it will be another mark on Trudeau's face, and we all know he loves to mark his face. Ladies and gentlemen, we've been speaking about Justin Trudeau's friends as it pertains to his Emergency Powers Act to turn Canada into a police state and a prison camp. Now, what does Justin Trudeau's political adversaries have to say about this? Well, let's just say they're whipping out a Canadian flamethrower and melting down whatever Davos-funded Swiss chalet that Justin Trudeau is hiding out in today. Pierre Poliver, I'm going to need to work on my French name pronunciations, Pierre Poilievre is a man who has announced that he will be running for prime minister against Justin Trudeau. He's a conservative, and based on our sources in Canada, he has some wild support from the people. He is rock solid. He has been consistent, and he is a fighter. He had his fighting mitts on yesterday when asked about Justin Trudeau's emergency powers. Let's listen.
3: Justin Trudeau has caused a political emergency. While the rest of the world and provinces across Canada are beginning to remove restrictions and mandates, Justin Trudeau decided to pile new ones on, targeting truckers' livelihoods. And now he's got protests right around the country. And now he's uh, dropping in the polls, desperately trying to save his political career, and save face for himself. The solution is staring him in the face. All he has to do is listen to the experts, do what other countries are doing, and that is to eliminate these mandates and restrictions to let the protesters, including the truckers, go back to their jobs and their lives. And speaking about the protests, I'll repeat to you what I told the very first time the media asked me about them. I stand with those peaceful and law-abiding protesters, including truckers, who are championing their freedoms and their jobs.
0: I promise you, dear viewer, that we have in our request to bring that man on this show. Pay attention to this space We have had a a wonderful reach out from Rebel News. We had Ezra Levant of Rebel News. Perhaps the only news source you should be following in Canada right now. We did a live with one of his reporters. And we have requests in to bring that man, Pierre Polivier. I got to learn to pronounce his name before we bring him on. We will be doing a live with him. Watch this space. We will be bringing you the truth about the prison camp that is Canada. Justin Trudeau has collapsed his support. The Canadian Civil Liberties Association, a pound of flesh out of Trudeau. The Toronto Star, a pound of flesh. These organizations are typical sycophants. We have seen Trudeau have his own party members resign in disgrace the police chief in charge of the capital city has resigned in disgrace this morning. Do not think that this emergency powers tyrannical move is a sign of strength. It is not. It is a sign of weakness and it is wildly out of step with the Canadian people. Ladies and gentlemen, from the post-millennial here, Four of the provinces in Canada oppose Justin Trudeau's Emergency Act on Freedom. That's right, four premiers. Premiers are similar to governors, but Canada does not have 50 states. Canada has far fewer. And I believe this is a plurality of provinces. So the governors are now standing up to Trudeau. His governors. Some of them liberal or of the left or leaning on the side of Trudeau are now backstabbing him in mass. Four premiers have stated their discontent with Prime Minister Justin Trudeau's reported decision to invoke the Emergencies Act. The Canadian Broadcast Company reported on Monday that Prime Minister Trudeau would invoke this act. Scott Moe, Jason Kenney, Francois Legault voiced their displeasure, tweeting, The illegal blockades must end, but police already have sufficient tools. They did over the weekend in Windsor. What the hell is going on? Saskatchewan does not support Trudeau's government invoking the Emergencies Act. If the federal government does proceed with this measure, I hope it would be invoked in the provinces that request it. As the legislation allows, you can see the commentary from the premiers right now on your screen. Let us read further. Premier Kenny, who recently dropped the COVID mandates, Vax mandates, the restrictions in his province said it is unhelpful what Trudeau is doing, saying at a press conference at this point, the federal government to reach in over the top of us without offering anything in particular Would be unhelpful. So he says the government is going over the rights of the governors. Understand the game here. Inside of communist China, which Justin Trudeau loves so very much, more than his home country, clearly, Justin Trudeau loves this system because there is a single head of state and every political commissioner and actor answers to Xi Jinping. They are members of the Communist Party of China. There are no dissenting views. There are no dissenting opinions. There is a single authoritarian structure with one man at the top. That man can override all others. In Canada, much like in America, it is very different. In America, we have federalism, the Tenth Amendment. You can read it. The powers not granted to Congress or the executive shall be then given to the states. I live in Florida and Ron DeSantis practices this with exceptional capacity every day. Trust me, there are no federal troops or federal forces acting here in Florida making this an unfree place. The governor of this place makes it free and the premiers of Canadian provinces act similarly for our American audience. We do not wish to have the state of emergency in Quebec It is not necessary, and it's time to bring our country together, not divide, the Premier of Quebec said. Manitoba Premier Stephenson said in a statement on Monday, I'm not currently satisfied with the Emergencies Act. Winnipeg's situation is dramatically different than the one in Ottawa. The Emerson border situation is far different than the one we face in Windsor. According to the Canadian Broadcasting Company, Trudeau told his little caucus that is, by the way, shrinking by the day, experiencing great white shrinkage, that the measures would be put into place to handle protesters across Canada. But there are no plans to send in the military. Oh, wonderful. Invoking the act after three consecutive weekends of protest in the city of Ottawa's downtown core, is a deeply controversial thing. The Emergencies Act is an act the Parliament of Canada must authorize. So there lies the fight. There you will see clearly, my Canadian brethren, precisely who is on the side of right and who are the fascists among you. Who would like to say, as Justin Trudeau said, I love to look to communist China for which countries I admire. It is an embarrassment. But it is a humiliation. This act has never been used since its creation, having replaced the War Measures Act in the 1980s. Ah, so there I am no historian of Canadian politics. You'll have to forgive your humble host here, dear viewer as I am being educated along with you. This act replaced the War Measures Act in the 1980s, which Trudeau's hypothetical, at least on paper, father, Pierre Trudeau, used in the 70s. So that's where the confusion came. This specific act has never been invoked. We were right when we said it the first time. That is the correction. Ladies and gentlemen, It's not good for Justin Trudeau. Canada is being humiliated. In fact, even the premiers and presidents of other nations are starting to dunk on Canada. And we cheer them on. The president of El Salvador, the president of El Salvador, tweeted this morning a humiliating comment about the nation of Canada saying effectively the president's name, once more a name that will be difficult for me to pronounce, Naib Bukekle, Naib Bukekle, staring right now at their Twitter handle, the president of El Salvador. Forgive me for these pronunciations. Are these the people, speaking about Trudeau's government, who give lessons to other countries about democracy and freedom? This is one of the top-ranking countries on the Democracy Index. Your credibility in these topics is now worth zero. El Salvador dropping the savage, frozen sledgehammer on the Canadian government. How does it make you feel, Canada? Are you watching in Canada right now? We've been able to look at the metrics, and we read the emails. We have so many people reaching out from Canada. We tell the truth about what is happening in this now prison nation. Does it feel good to have El Salvador, the president of El Salvador, humiliating you on Twitter? It does not. It is an embarrassment seen worldwide. Ladies and gentlemen, the embarrassment continues. Ontario has officially announced what we told you on this program was going to happen. The truckers have won. That's right. Let it be known. The truckers have indeed won. Ladies and gentlemen, as evidenced by the oppression and hysteria of the Trudeau government, as evidenced by the panic of Castro Jr., his humiliating, Escape when the truckers arrived to an undisclosed location, probably in the Swiss Alps close to his buddies at Davos, his best friends. His best friends who consulted him during that time and said, you must turn your nation into a prison camp run by the World Economic Forum. Do it now or else. Ladies and gentlemen, the truckers have won The humiliation continues for Justin Trudeau. You see, the truckers simply wanted one thing, and they made this very clear. We just want freedom. We want these mandates to be gone. We want the vax mandate to be gone. Canada, for what it's worth, is a very highly vaccinated nation. Seems insane what they're doing to their people. It's almost like Justin Trudeau does not care about his own people. Much like the people running America do not care about their own people. They merely care about power. It doesn't matter. The Premier of Canada, Ford, announced that he is going to be lifting passport, vax passport mandates on March 1st. He announced that the truckers have won and that they are getting what they want. A phasing out of pandemic-related public health measures. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a victory. Let's listen to the victory and the sweet, sweet sound of it. Clip 7.
2: Over the weekend, I received recommendations from Dr. Moore on a plan to safely reopen our economy and remove Ontario's vaccine passport system. I've accepted these recommendations. And so today, I can announce that beginning on February 17th, we will remove all capacity limits except for sporting events, concert venues, and theatres. Effective March the 1st, we intend to eliminate capacity limits in all indoor public settings. At the same time, and at the recommendation of Dr. Moore, we will lift proof of vaccination requirements for all settings.
0: They're done. They're done. The truckers have won. Honk your horn. Womp womp. playing your gas cans together and smell the sweet diesel in the morning. The truckers have won. Ontario will begin phasing out a number of pandemic-related public health measures Thursday, including the removal of capacity limits in restaurants, gyms, and indoor recreational facilities. Proof of vaccination are going to be gone by March 1st. That's a matter of two weeks from now. No more Vax pass, No more proof of vaccination. The public health indicators remain positive, but no date has been set yet to end masking requirements, LOL. The provincial government says we will need to keep masking in place for just a little bit longer. Fine. Doug Ford says this. He is the premier. We'll see exactly how long that lasts. While the only mask being worn right now effectively in the province of Ontario is most likely the blackface mask that Justin Trudeau has on as he continues to hide from his own civil liberties union, the Toronto Star, members of his own party, the police chief resigning in disgrace, and four premiers around Canada saying that he indeed is a dictator. Ladies and gentlemen, the truckers have won. They don't want you to know it. They don't want you to see it. The truckers have won. They won't admit it. But anybody with two eyeballs and a functional brainstem can see it. This premier, Doug Ford, his government brought in one of the longest and strictest lockdowns in North America. He said the steps were necessary. They, of course, were not. And now he has backed down. He has bowed his head. And he has pledged allegiance to the honk. The allegiance of the great honking has come. Bend the knee, Doug Ford. Bend the knee, Trudeau. If you listen to our show, you would know this already. We brought you this information last week. It is nice to see. But we will play you once more the leaked audio of Doug Ford saying and admitting and listen to the fear in the man's voice. You can hear it. The shaking, the concern, all tyrants should be worried at this moment. All authoritarians should live in fear. Fear of the real working class, fear of the public rising up, becoming awake. They wanted the Great Reset. They got the Great Awakening. Listen to the recording. Here's the man behind closed doors saying the truckers have won. The truckers have won. Hallelujah. Go.
2: I okay, your messages and I'm, I got about
0: 250 as of lunch today. Yeah. I'm going to make this quick because I got to get uh, no worries. moving on this. Uh,
2: we're, we're pulling these passports. So we're going to get back to normal. And, uh, you know, I can't give you the exact date, uh, but well, it's going to be very simple. Okay. Okay. No. Nope. I'm going to be speaking uh, over the next few days. Friday, I'm going to put out a statement. Monday, I'll be giving some dates, and we're going to uh, move forward. Okay. Thanks okay. a lot. Okay. Thanks. Appreciate it. Thank
0: you. Bye. Over the weekend, ladies and gentlemen, the time has come for us to claim victory. The desperate people who wish to control us, to rule our lives and ruin our lives are in retreat. They're in panic. They are doing what any retreating, panicked, broken army or force does when they know they've been defeated. They are behaving desperately. They are doing things that are irrational and make no sense. What Trudeau is doing is irrational. It makes no sense. It will be, it is seen by the Canadian people who, by the way, by a margin of three to one, want the end of the vaccine mandates, want the end of the COVID restrictions. The Canadian people are now against their despotic prison warden, Castro Jr. Ladies and gentlemen, the time has come For us to say and declare victory because we can see in their actions that these people are in full and complete retreat if you are in Canada I believe this should this declaration should stiffen your spine and put gunpowder in your gut and should encourage you. They are running desperate. They are running scared. They have been defeated. Perhaps they just don't know it yet. The question on the table is this, Canada. Do you want to become the West's first authoritarian communist state. The man in charge of your nation right now, the prime minister, wants this. He says it with his own mouth. We play for you again for the second time. Justin Trudeau saying in front of the cameras and in front of an audience precisely what he wishes to turn Canada into. Clip 10, go. Even with Sun TV watching for any slip, he was asked which country he most admired and referred to China. There's a
2: level of, of uh, admiration I actually have for China um, because their you know, basic dictatorship is allowing them uh, to actually turn their economy around on a dime and say, we need to go green as fast as we need to start you know, investing in solar. I mean, there is a flexibility that I know Stephen Harper must dream about of having a dictatorship that he could do everything he wanted uh, that I find quite interesting. Hmm.
0: Hmm. Maya Angelou, famous poet and writer, when somebody shows you who they are, believe them. Believe it, ladies and gentlemen, Justin Trudeau admires communist China, as does all of his Davos ruling class buddies who have somehow inexplicably wormed their way into the rat's nest of world power. They are scared out of their minds right now about what is happening in Canada. They are forcing the weak, feeble Trudeau, to more and more extreme measures because they do not wish to give up power but canada is against trudeau the people are against trudeau and the people are all that matters we the people are the uh, first couple words of the founding document of this country and we the people are the power we say no more to tyranny we say the only thing we care about, are these priorities in order? God, family, country. We were born free men and women, and we intend to stay that way. We are winning. We've already won, and they've already lost. They just don't know it yet. Prisoners of Canada, break your chains, knock down those prison walls, and be free. God bless you. See ya.